Welcome to the second installment of the Project Management Series. Today's show, we're talking about stakeholders and the roles they play on your project. Don't hang up that phone. We've found what you're looking for. Welcome to the 5 Minutes with RCDD Podcast. Well, seeing how we're pulling Category 6A, the most powerful twisted pair in the world. you got to ask yourself this one question. Did I pull 295 or 300 feet? Well, do you feel lucky? Do you punk? In this podcast, you'll learn the differences between a 66 and 110 punch tool, the proper way to install a support cable, along with terminating and testing parameters. What exactly does RCDD stand for? Really can't do diddly? (laughs) (laughs) Or just some guy that's just sitting around in a chair making podcasts. So join us as we talk about the ever-changing world of telecommunications. From ISP to OSP, from copper to fiber, design to installation. Now send the new guy to the truck for a bucket of dial tone and the cable stretchers while you listen to an informative program on telecommunications. Here's your host, Chuck Bowser, RCDD. Welcome to the show where we tackle questions submitted by installers, project managers, estimators, ICT personnel, and customers. On this show, we connect at the human level so that we can connect the world. If you're watching this podcast on YouTube and like the content, please hit the subscribe button and the bell to be notified when new shows are published. If you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, Stitchers, or some other platform, would you consider leaving us a rating? Both those steps help us take on the algorithm so more people can hear our message. Have you entered your email for the Bixie Field Pocket Guide giveaway? No? Why not? You better visit bit.ly forward slash CBRCDD contest for your chance to win. You better hurry up though, because it ends December 20th, 2020. Also, don't forget our After Hours series where we broadcast live on Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have covered subjects like topologies, ladder safety, and trunk slammer so far. This week's question and answer session. So won't you visit us? And if you can't make it during it, the, the time it's on, it is recorded and is put on our webpage. Speaking of webpages, have you stopped by and checked out our webpage, 5minutercdd.com? There you can access all of our audio podcasts and, as I mentioned, our After Hours series. So let's get on with today's episode, Stakeholders. What is a stakeholder? What is the difference between internal and external stakeholders? Well, grab your cup of coffee, or tea if you prefer, and let's take this journey together. Remember that project management is a broad subject, so today's discussion is how project management relates to the ICT industry. You know me, I like to start off with a good foundation, so let's look at the definition of a stakeholder first. A PMI was one of the most reliable sources for information on project management, so naturally, I went to them first. They define a stakeholder as, and I quote, individuals or organizations who are actively involved in a project or whose interests may be positively or negatively affected as a result of project execution or a successful project completion. Let's break that down. Some people generally think of stakeholders as people, but they can be both individuals and organizations. Many times on a project, we're working on a new construction site and the general contractor superintendent is one of those stakeholders. 
While they don't care if our project makes money or the cable performs as designed, they will care if their project is effective negatively. They will care if our site on-site activities affects production, schedule, or the safety of their contractors or their staff. We are only one spoke in the wheel of their project. As a company, the construction company is also a stakeholder. And if we do something to affect their project that may not let us work on future projects with them or make it difficult for us if we do. Their interest is to get the building built and turned over to the customer as quickly as possible. So don't just limit yourself by thinking as a stakeholder only as a financial interest or execution of project as an individual. A very important duty for project managers is to know who your stakeholders are, what do they expect from us and our project, and how they're going to contribute to the project. Going back to our construction site example, if you don't make your schedule clear to them, you may not be able to pull your cable because the cable tray, which is being installed by the electricians, isn't installed yet. Or you can't build out the closets yet because they weren't built, the walls aren't painted, or yet the lights aren't in the room. All of which can impact your schedule and the ability to execute your project. As described in this example, hopefully you'll understand this and that all stakeholders have importance, influence, and interest in your project. As a project manager, you will be building relationships with stakeholders and that relationship can help you on future projects. We'll cover that more later. Stakeholders can be organized by being either internal or external stakeholders. The stakeholder will probably change depending on who the project is for, what city and state you're installing in, what products or services you're installing or offering, or even the time of year. Let's start off with internal stakeholders. As we cover stakeholders, please remember this is not an inclusive list and you might be able to come up with even more for your specific project. Also, one person may fit into multiple of these roles that I'll be discussing. An internal stakeholder is a person who has a vested interest in the project that works for the same company that you do. The first internal stakeholder, the operations manager. The operations manager in a smaller company might be the owner of the business. We tend to wear many hats in the ICT industry. This person is heavily interested in your project in all aspects, and they will be most likely be the one judging your performance. They will want to be kept informed on all matters on your project, the form of execution, controlling, issues, change orders, schedule, and more. This person will also be the one person with whom you're going to communicate the most about your project. Another internal stakeholder may be the warehouse manager, the procurement officer, or their staff. While their interest in the profitability of your project is lessened, they are likely going to know when you're going to need the tools, what testers or equipment you're going to need, and what items from the bill of material you will need and when you will need it. They will have to keep their operations running smoothly and excess materials in the warehouse will definitely affect them. The estimator who designed the project will also want to know how your project is performing. Many project managers think that once the project is handed off to them, the estimator no longer cares. Trust me, they care. They want to know that their estimate was accurate, and if it was not accurate, they will want to know why they were wrong so they can make changes on all future bids. On a side note here, as a former estimator, every project has a mistake in it. That's why the project's called an estimate. You will want to have an open and clear communication pathway with this stakeholder 
So as the questions you have about the design or how they arrived at the labor or material budgets, you can get a clear, concise answer. The salesperson who cultivated this opportunity, maybe over years, will be a stakeholder. They will have had meetings with the customer and made promises to win this work. If those promises aren't fulfilled, then any chance of getting future work from the customer will be extinguished and their reputation will be tarnished. Reputation is important to a salesperson because if word gets out that that salesperson makes promises that they can't be kept, well, even if you're the lowest price, you may not win the work. And don't forget the people working on the crew, the installers, the technicians, the fiber crew, the laborers. They are also stakeholders. While they, like the procurement and the warehouse people, have a lessened degree of interest in the profitability of your project, they will be interested in the schedule, the safety, and the execution. Communications with the staff will affect your project heavily. As a project manager, you're going to want to set daily and weekly goals for each member or team. I found it helpful to create a competitive environment, similar to a football game. Put their productivity goals on a whiteboard for everyone to see. You don't have to tell them that's what you're doing. Trust me, they will notice, and they will start competing amongst themselves to see who can pull the most amount of cable in a day, to see who can terminate the most amount of jacks in a day. I've also even been known to offer rewards for the best performing crews for the week. And finally, if your company is large enough where the operations manager is not the business owner. The business owner will also be a stakeholder. While every business owner wants their crews to be safe and profitable, the larger the company, the less likely they will know the performance on your specific project, unless either you have done stellar performance or if something has gone wrong. As a project manager running a project in Niles, Ohio, working for one of the largest ICT contractors in the United States, my project experienced several factors which affected the performance. So much, though, that our project was put on what was called the corporate watch list. That meant that we had to give the business owner reports weekly based on our new conditions. Trust me, you don't want to be under that microscope. Let's move to external stakeholders. Investopedia defines external stakeholders as those who do not directly work with a company but are affected somehow by the actions and the outcomes of a project. The first one that you probably already thought of is the customer. Yet the customer can, and often will, have more than one stakeholder. One customer stakeholder will be the individual or department that's responsible for funding the project. That customer may be on site, or they might be in a different state. The other customer stakeholder could potentially be the actual user. The user generally is not concerned much about cost, but they are concerned about the performance, the aesthetics, and the execution of the project. The user may, or may not be, you will need to know in advance, be authorized to add work or execute change orders. As a project manager, you want to settle this at the beginning of your project, because if you don't, it's going to cause you conflict. The general contractor, the project superintendent, and their subcontractors are also stakeholders. They will be very interested in the execution, and the schedule, and the safety aspects of your project. You may have attended weekly construction meetings, and if you do, I highly recommend that you attend, you pay attention, you document, and you speak up at those meetings. As they will cover each of the trades, you're going to want to think about and ask yourself, how does this affect my project? 
As a matter of fact, every decision you make as a project manager should start off with, how does this affect my project financially, operationally, or safety? If you have a good relationship with a general contractor, they will realize that your project interests align with their interests, and they will work with you on most issues, if not all. But just be aware, not all general contractors are that way. You also probably will have to deal with stakeholders within the regulatory aspect, such as electrical inspectors, permitting departments, obtain right-of-ways, safety such as OSHA, and environmental considerations. These stakeholders generally do not care how your project costs go. They want to make sure that the project is being executed in a manner that it meets with the codes and the standards that they are enforcing. Generally, they don't like low-voltage installers, so unless you've built up a good reputation with them, you can expect an adversarial relationship with them. On a side note, one key aspect about project management is relationships. Building them, maintaining them, caring and nurturing them. If you can build a good relationship with the authority having jurisdiction, they will yield benefits on all future projects. How does this apply to you? If the inspector does not like you, they will be even more thorough in their inspection be less likely to work with you, and just want to cause you pain. You want a good working relationship with the authority having jurisdiction to avoid these because it will affect your project. Sometimes the manufacturer is also the stakeholder within your project. They will have a keen interest on how their product was installed. They may require you to have attended and pass a design or installation courses. They will have required parameters for testing and submitting those test results for warranties. Failing to do so will reduce the time of the warranty or even your ability to get one. Their focus will be on the installation, not so much the financial or the safety impact of your project. Creditors. Some large projects may require the company to secure funding to cover labor and material costs until they're able to invoice for such. This could be a bank or even a supplier. Companies like Graybar and Annixter have finance programs to do just this. They won't be more kept in the loop on the status of your project. If your project fails and the company goes bankrupt, the creditor will not be able to get their money back. Other stakeholders that you may have to interest to a lesser degree are neighbors and society. You may have to coordinate with a neighbor in a multi-story building for access for core drilling or running conduit through or other tasks. Society may be a potential stakeholder as well. I did a project for the federal government in anticipation of the computer meltdown by Y2K. As we all know, that never materialized. If Y2K had caused the computers to crash and the networks that we set up for emergency operations center would have failed, well, then society would have been impacted. And those are just a small sampling of some of the stakeholders that you may get asked to deal with on your project. If you can add to this list... Put it in the comments. I want to close out this podcast with a short discussion on project momentum and how it impacts your stakeholders. The stakeholder influence will be felt more keenly at the beginning of your project. Problems with the project can be addressed early, contingencies can be implemented, and which can cause change of course for your project. The project gains momentum and changes will be harder later on. Think of a large ship. They maneuver easily when they're in port going nice and slow. But when their momentum is up, changes in direction or slowing down are difficult. Keep the critical stakeholders updated as your project is ongoing 
and it can result in a commissioning process that goes smoother. And at the end of the project, you will know how to manage those expectations per stakeholders. So this concludes this week's episode. I hope you found this useful. Make sure to tune in next week as we start talking about the project lifecycle. And don't forget to connect with us on Thursday nights at 6 p.m. for our After Hours Multistream. This week we're taking questions for the show. So until next time, be safe. That's it for this episode of today's podcast. We hope you were able to learn something. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on future content. Also, leave a rating so we can help even more people learn about telecommunications. Until next time, be safe.